When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Fanatical L Show, part of the L Network. We are a bunch of wild and crazy Cleveland Browns fans, bringing you all the latest in Browns news. Tune in now. the fanatical Elf show that is steve that is elliot welcome guys how are you on this wonderful thursday night where in the state of ohio the buckeye state we saw the sun yes the damn sun for the first time in like a week we love that big orange thing in the sky and uh we've been denied uh, seeing that so just feeling blessed feeling all that 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 sunshine today i just just took it in uh, I don't have to do my D3. vitamin D and did you? right my D three. I didn't take it today. I knew you know pleasantly surprised that the sun popped out all day long. How are you doing, Elliot? What are you me? talking about? <laughs> Bill Callahan is leaving the Browns. Now, now stop. talking about sunshine. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just depressed. I found out about this ten minutes before showtime. Well, well, more like three minutes before showtime. Coach of the Cleveland Browns is leaving, and man, I I, I feel like yeah, I'm trying like, to be positive. No, forget it. Elliot's positively upset. No, he's only the offensive line coach. It's not like he's the head coach. It's not like he's the defensive coordinator. It's not like he's the offensive. No, coordinator. he's way better than any of those that you've mentioned. I mean, <laughs> he's kind of on a par with the sun, frankly. Um, well, now he's going to be with hey, his son. We in Ohio understand that. I, you know, I got to say that, and you guys know this. I mean, Steve, you live down there in Tennessee. At least you get to see a little bit more sunshine. But living here <laughs> and then going out and living in Kansas for 25 years and coming back to Ohio, it is just like I don't miss the wind of Kansas, but man, I miss the sun. Ohio is a crappy. I love Ohio, but it is crappy, especially this time of the year. And there's so many people that I see who get. You know, it's a serious condition, the seasonal depression. I'm not making light of that, but it really is a condition that people get that end up living here in the state of Ohio. And I didn't realize that how much of an effect it had until I lived in Kansas for 25 years. And so anyway, Steve, how's the sunshine down there in uh, um, Tennessee? Not as not as better. It came out today. Uh, We got up to 59 degrees. We'll be in the 60s the next three days. And some rain. I mean, you know, it's and probably in three weeks it'll snow again. Who knows? <laughs> That's uh, right. But, uh, you know, you, you got to know that Cleveland is the second cloudiest city in the United States behind Seattle. Yes. And my daughter, so lives I grew in up with that and it never bothered me. I still have a sunny disposition. Yes, you do. You're very you're you're a realist. Elliot's more of a you know, he's you're kind of a I don't know how to Elliot. How would you describe yourself? Are you a realist or are you just really? I'm a manic depressive. Manic depressive. Yeah. Okay. I can. I, I'm. I'm right there with you. Um, 
you know, but let's just get into this because like Elliot just yep. shared, like literally, you know, uh, here in the fanatical elves, we try to keep up on all the news, but you know, we're bouncing around like everybody else on these busy days. It's a Thursday night and wham, bam, you know, a week ago, Thank we thought you, Bill Callahan was staying. His, his his son was going to Tennessee, but no, we were assured from various sources that Bill was happy. And then just now we found out that Bill is now leaving the Cleveland Brownies um, in kind of a, a move that, you know, some of us thought could happen because they're, it's father, son. How are you feeling about it, uh, Elliot? Let's start with you. Obviously, you're a little bit down. Yeah, well, no, I think Bill Callahan is a brilliant offensive line coach. And, you know, the offensive line, we were playing like fourth and fifth string tackles, and the team survived and made it into the playoffs. I think it's a tremendous credit to mm -hmm. Bill Callahan. Uh, Bill, if you're listening to our show, I know that you're a regular listener. We just absolutely love and respect you. Uh, it's just been a tremendous privilege to watch you at work. I especially really enjoyed watching summer camp those sessions that were open to the public it was yeah. really instructive to me to watch how the uh, team learns the techniques that are being taught yes. uh, to the linemen it was really like a martial arts school it really was i really learned a lot just by watching by the way i do have another news blurb that's breaking if you've got time for that or no we don't have any time for that go what well the news blurb is remember how we were gloating that Ha ha ha! Nobody wants Alex Van Pelt. It shows you that uh, we yeah. the right yeah, got hired England by the Patriots. By the New England Patriots, he is now their offensive coordinator. So, and he's going to work with hmm. a rookie quarterback, more or less, because the uh, Patriots have the number three pick, I believe. Ah, well, yeah. that remains to be seen. They haven't drafted anybody yet. They might hire. Who knows? Jacoby Brissett might be the quarterback. We don't know. And he's already <laughs> been there, right? Well, sign Baker Mayfield. People back. They no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. Um, Why not? They haven't really drafted the rookie yet. We'll wait and see. Now, I'll say this. I was looking at some different things today. We're going to talk about the draft here in a little bit and free agency. But just to touch on free agency a little bit, uh, wanted your initial take here. Um, they had this projection thing on one of those CBS sports where they throw out all these names and teams. And whoever wrote this piece was, I think, fascinated with the. They must live in Florida because, like, of the fifteen or twenty picks that they showed as far as free agent moves, like it seemed like five or six of them were of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, <laughs> it was just weird. But with the Browns, they did they did give the Browns Gabe Davis, the wide receiver of the Buffalo Bills, that seven hundred fifty yards catching, about eight or nine, ten touchdowns this year. Uh, you know, has looked good over the years, has come through big time and with the Buffalo Bills and yeah. big moments. Uh, one of your thoughts on Gabe Davis, uh, a kid that I think I've, I've liked watching from afar. And if he is a free agent, would that be someone that you'd like to see come to Cleveland? Sure. Yeah. Um, I personally prefer Tyler Boyd, but uh, it's along the same lines. Uh, Going to be a solid number two. Um you know, you still got to decide who your number one is yeah. and what you're going to do with Amari Cooper. So, um, but yeah, um, you know, it would take uh, a wide receiver off, off the draft board, I would probably guess, with uh, Cedric Tillman last year and um, David Bell the year before. So, 
Elliot, that way, uh, uh, that way, uh, Andrew Barry could trade that second round pick for somebody. Um, <laughs> what about what? Any thoughts on Gabe Davis, Elliot? I have another question about another wide receiver that's out there. Oh, Gabe Davis is a thoroughly professional wide receiver. He's sort of a home run threat kind of guy, rather than a possession wide receiver. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, just as he, well, you know, Buffalo and uh, Cleveland are sort of the same kind of team, you know, we're natural turf, cold weather teams. And I don't know why he wouldn't re-sign with the Buffalo Bills rather than prefer Cleveland. Why is that? Why is Cleveland a better match for him than Josh Allen and Buffalo? Somebody has to explain. Maybe he likes Ken Dorsey. Well, I these CBS that sports guys that write this stuff, and most of these guys are just, they're not, you know, I, I don't know. They, they just kind of, kind of throw a bunch of names up and up and see what will, you know, fall to them. I, it, I I don't know. I mean, Gabe Davis is an intriguing name, and I, but I agree, Elliot. I mean, why would he leave Buffalo to go to Cleveland? You know, they're virtually. I mean, he might. It might be that Buffalo uh, is phasing him out, and maybe they are not satisfied with him or something. He's got to be pretty young still, right? Isn't he like? He's twenty. He'll be twenty-five years old in twenty twenty-four. That's that's right in Andrew Barry's wheelhouse, right there. Well, let me ask you before, like before we get into some of the free agents that the Browns are out there for us that might be leaving. um, What like this whole stuff with T Higgins? T. Higgins, uh, you know, people were trying to throw stuff together yesterday. Like, look at all the players that T. Higgins is following from the Browns. And, like, what does that have? Like, that who, only applies in college. It doesn't yeah, who, apply in. No, it in, made in no the sense pros. to me. Somebody was just trying um, to create a story out of thin air. Uh, Bengals will franchise him. Okay, T. Higgins, yeah. But you like Boyd. I think. You like Boyd. I love Tyler Boyd. He always yeah. seems to make the crucial catch when you need it. I mean, you know, he's an excellent uh, slot wide receiver. He always gets first downs. Yeah. And last time I checked, uh, you know, getting first downs is kind of important in a football game. <laughs> hmm. I don't know but if uh, I believe that uh, T. Higgins will, in fact, be franchise tagged because he is a clear number two wide receiver. Yeah rather than a number one wide receiver. And when you franchise tag a guy, is it what do you is it the top five uh salaries that you get? Uh, I believe it's uh, either top five top or ten. top ten. It's gonna be a high number. I think it's the top five, but um so the franchise and I, still have to... I don't know that it's Sorry. I don't know that it's a good investment. I think you know there's a lot of wide receivers out there that would love to catch footballs uh, from Joe Burrow, and I think yeah. that the Bengals may look over the field and find someone that they like. All right, let me ask you. Let me get. Let uh, me you know, uh, Deshaun Watson said on a podcast he'd love to see T. Higgins come to. Uh, well, that is so, true. Yes. Well, who wouldn't? Everybody would. That's, every team in the NFL would love to have Tyler Boyd. Well, let me but, let me ask you. Let T. me Higgins. throw some names out. So the Browns have a, a myriad of players that are free agents um and just wanted your Long list your just your thoughts and these names i'm gonna throw some names out zadarius smith shelby harris hakeem grant joe flacco uh taki taki marquise goodwin Corey, uh the, the punter Corey rosenquez uh the cornerback the running back cream hunt rodney mcleod the safety maurice hurst um 
who else? We got Anthony Walker, the uh, lineman uh, list goes on here. Uh, Matthew Adams, a linebacker, Jordan Kunchiak, uh, safety, Jerron Norman, defensive Tenashe. tackle, Jordan Elliott, linebacker, Jacob Phillips, uh, tackle, Jerron Christian, who we picked up late, tight end, Harrison Bryant, uh, tackle, Michael Dunn, uh, center and uh, fullback, Nick Harris, and wide receiver, James Proche, Proche. Um, so these are um, most of these guys are free agents. Uh, anybody? All of them are free agents. They all yeah, are. I mean they're all. So it's a it's a long list. Do you expect? Are there any names in that list that I mentioned that you think the Browns will try to bring back? I just give you oh, a yeah. like Jordan Elliott, uh, Riding McLeod, maybe Mike Ford, uh, the punter, uh, Takitaki. Yeah. Bahorquez. <laughs> Not that hard. <laughs> what about Jordan? Like, okay, like Jordan Elliott. I know, like our left guard. We've he's liked yeah. him for a while. I like the kid. I think he's progressing from Missouri. What do you well, think? He's still, um, so that's a good thing. Uh, a lot of fans gave up on him, but apparently Jim Schwartz liked him. He kept playing him during preseason games. Uh-huh. So uh, of that list, I think they're going to try and bring back Sedaria Smith at a more reasonable number uh-huh. than $11 million. Um, they're probably going to take your choice as Shelby, Her- uh, Shelby Harris or Moe Mo Hurst. Um, I definitely bring back uh, Taki Taki, uh-huh. uh the two special teamers, Mike Ford and uh, Matthew Adams. Those okay. were... Uh, uh, Bubba Ventrone signings. Uh, I don't know about Rodney McLeod. Uh, he's getting up there in age, 32. Uh-huh. Definitely Michael Dunn. They always resign Michael. Yes. Uh, Prochet, he was a very good punt returner. They finally end, uh, found a solution to their punt returns. So, what Plus about Hakeem, a, Hakeem Grant? No. Hakeem Grant has been injured the last two years. Right. Marquise Goodwin. The, Another veteran, uh, probably. Blood clots, older. Yeah. No. Nah. Oh Not yeah, no, 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 no. How about Harrison can, Bryant? I don't know about Harrison Bryant. <clears throat> yeah, he he is. Um, he was great in his second season, but he has not played as well in his third and fourth. Yeah, but season. but Ellie, when you why. look statistically, though, statistically, if you look at all mm-hmm. of his seasons, I I see a guy that was very very consistent. I you say the second year, but no, I see a, no. I don't see him as consistent at all. I see him. His as, numbers were almost virtually the same every season for the last four years. Well, let's, let's yeah, but at, he does have inconsistencies. Uh, for a guy who started his career as an offensive lineman, uh, there are times that he just can't block worth a lick. He started uh, his career. I, as I see an why they lineman? turned him into a tight end. Oh, you mean his college career? Yeah, when he was down in yeah, uh, Florida. He played at what? You got a block in this system. Okay. What's that? Well, actually, Florida, Florida no. Atlantic, right? Florida Atlantic, wasn't that? Yeah, he had, he had he had eighty-one yards uh, this season, and actually, though you're right, he was in the two thirties year one, year two, and year three. So he only had eighty-one this year. Eighty-one this year. Oh my gosh! I, so I he thought that he blocked off. better. He blocked better in year two than in. I agree. Right. So he did significantly drop up. I didn't realize it was okay. so significant. And let's see. He had, um, let's see. I want to get 
my stat is yards per attempt. And I've got all these wacky stats yeah. in front of me. Okay. A wacky stat. Yeah. But, um, or yards per target is what I really like. Yeah, okay, he had significantly, he had the same yards, but he had significantly fewer um, targets in his second year. So I think, yeah, I think I stand by that, that he had a much better uh, receiving year and yeah. a much better, he has catch percentage was 75% sure. in year two versus 63% as a rookie. So, yeah, he did do a lot better. Um, yards per target was 8.3 as a sophomore, 6.3 as a rookie. So, yeah, he was much better in year two than year one. And then he declined mm-hmm. uh, in year three, 5.7 yards per target. Mm-hmm. And then last season was 4.1, which is really substandard. Okay. So he had a terrible year receiving uh, last year. Yeah, four point one is. Well, you know, I blame it on the wedding. <laughs> the kid got married. Remember did he we uh, Mary Taylor Swift or whatever. We had do? this conversation in the off season. We mm-hmm. talked about this. We had three Browns who got married in the off season. I swear to God, this is okay. a factor that plays into these players and how they perform. Now, let we're going to talk a little bit about Taylor Swift. Did he marry a Kardashian? We'll see here a little do? bit later. Okay. So stay tuned for that after the break. Yeah, I forgot what he what did he do to I forget. I remember the conversation, but I don't remember uh what was special about his wedding. Um remember yeah, I have to go back and look at that. But he did had you, his wedding was very for, well formal more so. He had um oh I know we had like um like the the uh, list of uh gifts and stuff. I think we had, went through that. Like we okay. had um and then I think uh one of the other guys that we let go this off season also, um, Oh, Tommy Togo, Togi, he was, he's now hey, you got that one, right? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> okay. They had some fantastic wedding uh, registry. I'm on the internet now. Oh, there you go. That's, that's what I, I was impressed surprised. by. Yes. And Tommy Togi, I think they kind of just did like eloped and they had a, like, it was uh, one of those things where that was the case. Oh, by the way, we got Sam joining us. Sam yes. Hello. Hello. Sam, Hi. We, did, we weren't trying to ignore you, but uh, no, 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 you guys were in a conversation. I understand all the way from Texas. The, how's the weather down there? By the way, I want you to know, Sam, here in Ohio, in the Buckeye State, we saw the big orange circle in the sky. We hadn't seen it probably in about nine or ten days, so everyone has been dancing and rejoicing. But tonight, we're a little bummed out, especially Elliot, because Bill Callahan is now going to go coach with his son, Brian in Tennessee and he's heartbroken. Uh, we're trying yeah. to call Elliot tonight. I don't know. I think it's interesting, but I'm just excited about free agency and draft. Yeah. We're going to talk a little bit more about that. I got uh, Sam. I've got, since you're the drafty and the expert there, I'm going to throw a couple names out at you after the break, just to see how, okay. how, how, how yeah, quick just, you are. Uh, now listen, my... I'm 16 years old folks. Sam knows everything about everything. And Elliot, Not really. You know, I, I couldn't tell you how to do a, a 14. What's the tax forms? Well, um, Steve can do that. Pick one. Steve pick is one the anyone. expert. Tech. So here's the here's the here's the deal. Folks. Filing period started on Monday, by the way. 
but they're going to have to update because they're uh, sending a, a new tax package from the House to the Senate. They have a child tax credit that will go in effect for three years and some business credits. So uh, if the Senate passes it, I'll get a, a new update like overnight. Wow. Oh, all the forms are ready. Got a tax return sitting right over here that I got to work on. <laughs> Steve is just getting into a lot his, of money in those his busy, busy, busy season. Steve is a uh, accountant or, or you know tax guy. Elliot is a rocket scientist. I'm I'm nobody. I'm just Johnny Cleveland. And then Sam's the cowboy guy. With oh, the, everybody's. I got somebody. Mavericks shirt on. Now. Somebody. Mavericks. Oh, there you go, Mavericks. <laughs> I don't actually watch them. I just kind of own their shirt. Well, listen, getting, um, real quick, yeah, getting yes. back to Bill Callahan. Yes. Remember, they 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 interviewed Andy Dickerson, uh, run coordinator, offensive line coach yes. for Seattle. Yes. Who they were very good at running the ball when he was there. And also Mike Munchak is out there wanting that, to get yeah. back into the league. He's a he is a top 10 offensive line coach going from Callahan to Munchak would not be a drop off. Okay. Hey, with that, let's take pause for a quick break here on the Fanatical L's uh, show, a part of Fans First Sports Network. We'll be right back. We are back here on the Fanatical L's show. Thank you for joining us, part of Fans First Sports Network. I'm John. That's Elliot. There's Steve. That's Sam. Uh, We really need you all. If you're watching us live, thank you so much for watching us. Drop us a comment while you're watching us live. We also need you to download. Keep it clean. We need you to download this show on audio, on Spotify, and on Apple, and everywhere. iHeartRadio, iTunein Radio. That's where we make our big bucks. We make our pennies, and it's all because of you. But we really need you to follow us. I want. I. I. Many of you know I coach uh, on the side uh, sports, uh, basketball girls basketball right now over at Licking Heights here in the Columbus area. And uh, was talking to some of my, um, my, my, my team, my, my players, and they did not know, not all of them knew that I was a podcaster by night, um, wrote articles and, uh, and they still respect you. They still That's respect amazing. me, but it was funny because, you know, you know, kids, you know, like Sam, you know, you just get on the Spotify. Are you, are you on Spotify? Well, yeah, I'm on Spotify. Well, what, what's the name of your group? I said, we're the fanatical elves. And so they type us in They're like, look, and then I was like, yeah, and there's the Johnny Cleveland podcast. Oh, that's you. I said, well, yeah. So now they've subscribed. So now anytime we have a show, they they'll, they'll hear our voices and, and they'll, they'll just be so excited. Um, and they're following the fanatical elves. So um, anyway, thanks for joining us and, and following our, our, our programming here. We're kind of in, you know, the end of the season, um, going into all this free agency and draft stuff. But the Browns have been doing a lot. One of the things that they did this last week was Ken uh, pick up Ken Dorsey as their offensive coordinator. And uh, want to talk a little bit about Ken? Your thoughts on Ken Dorsey? Um, <laughs> Elliot even said something off air about Ken Dorsey and Bill Callahan, but. Um, Wanted your takes on that. Uh, let's, uh, Sam, let's start with you since you just joined us. Uh, I don't know if you know much about Ken Dorsey. Ken Dorsey at one point played quarterback for the Browns, one of the 35 or 40 previous quarterbacks, but we're not keeping track. Um, thoughts on Ken Dorsey and joining the Browns. And also Alex Van Pelt, Sandy Prodi knew this. He's now joining 
the New England Patriots as their offensive coordinator. Yeah, I think this one is a quarterback decision. I think Ken Dorsey, because he played quarterback, he understands the game. I think this is more trying to unlock Watson's <coughs> excuse me, trying to unlock Watson's like full potential because we know he can be good. We've seen it before. He's exhibited signs of a good quarterback mentally. He's shown things. He just hasn't performed up to what we know he can do. And he's got the skill set. He's got all those things. And I just feel like Ken Dorsey is more of a Watson signing than everything else signing. I think this is more of a offensive coordinator who's going to elevate Watson and make him perform to a higher level, even if it's not his peak when a few years, like four or five years ago when he was like leading the league in yards. Even if we get to three fourths of that, I think this will still can be considered a good signing. I think this is more of a try and elevate Watson and make him the leader and make him the reason we paid him 240 guaranteed million dollars. Excellent. Steve. Um, I like Dorsey. Uh, I think he was the fall guy in Buffalo. Uh, yes, they were five and five, but you know, Josh Allen was throwing the football to everybody, including people in the stands. So you blame that on the, the, uh, offensive coordinator. Um, uh, they were number two in total offense. The, when he got fired the first 10 weeks of the season. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I, I think it's a good hire. He knows the Cleveland situation. Uh, he knows the, the city, the culture. Uh, he was quarterback coach when Cam Newton and the Panthers went to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Cam Newton won the MVP that year. Um, and Cam Newton and Deshaun Watson are good friends. So we'll just go right there. Yeah. Yeah. I like, okay. Elliot, you're the conspiracy theorist. Talk about Ken Dorsey. Yeah, no, I think it's a terrible hire. Um, and no, it is. Um, because w- when they fired Ken Dorsey, uh, Josh Allen got immediately better, number one. But what really concerns me is that we haven't heard a single quotation, <coughs> quote, that I can find on the Internet from Deshaun Watson saying, oh, this is a great hire. I had lots of input into the decision. This is the guy that well, he probably I probably didn't. Uh, that's the problem that they had in Houston. That's the reason why he basically went on strike, why yeah. he was, uh, why he wound up essentially leaving the team. Yeah. And I don't see any, any affinity that Deshaun Watson has for Ken Dorsey. There's all kinds of people that are attempting to speak for Deshaun Watson, all kinds of sports writers that claim that they can get into Deshaun Watson's head, but there's no quote, from Deshaun Watson. That mm-hmm. is bad. It is just bad. I okay. think it's a terrible hire. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think it's somebody, I think with Browns fans, and I, I agree, Elliot, to a little bit of a degree, because I, I just, I remember him playing quarterback the brief time he was here. Oh, I just that was heard, even more bad. Like, there, and I think just the images that we've seen of him and people, the chatter, the chatter out there about you know Buffalo fans saying this and that, and that Vaughn video of him going berserk up in the press box, um, just love it. Yeah, well, I know, I know. I mean, you can love it, and I, I, I think Josh Jackson. Allen had, ju- I think Josh Allen had just thrown an interception. <laughs> 
Right. Well, it you know, Buffalo, you know, the, the, the whole thing there and, you know, they've, they really struggled this year and it, I'm not blaming Ken Dorsey completely for it. No, no, we shouldn't, I don't think, but um, they were struggling. Uh, Josh Allen got his turnover stuff together um, or <laughs> didn't, didn't do as much of it. And so, uh, you know, um, I will wait and see. I, I think it's just one of those names where I think people were just really are divided. I know Elliot, you don't like it. Uh, Steve and Sam, you're okay about it. So we'll, we'll see. Here's yeah, the thing. Ahead, I, I read. Yeah. So first of all, Deshaun Watson had no input into this. I've been told number two, uh, read some stuff out of Buffalo about, uh, when Ken Dorsey got hired and yeah. all the Buffalo beat writers, Say he should have got a better deal in Buffalo. He got he got jobbed. Mm-hmm. He was the fall guy for a, a bigger problem in the yeah. Buffalo offense, and they were all happy that he got another job. And these okay. are guys that cover uh, uh, the Buffalo Bills, so I'll take sure. their word for it over yeah. anything else. Okay, okay. Um, all right. Well, we'll talk more about Ken Dorsey. We'll have a lot of time to, to talk about that. Oh yeah, uh, they're Tony they're Gross- all doing the building in Berea on Monday. All the coaches. Tony Grossi, the beat writer for the Brownies in 850, he's always making conversation pieces. And today they they cornered him on the 850 show and said, basically something that we've seen already that Andrew Barry has done is that make a splash, make pick up somebody in the offseason that no one's really talking about or predicting. And so uh, Tony Grossi suggested that that would be the case. Uh, do you see that? I it's I mean he, since he's done it before it wouldn't that wouldn't surprise me at all. What about you guys? That's his mo. Yeah, I mean you know that's what he does. Uh, Browns fans get a little frustrated because he doesn't go out and you know right at the the time. So what do the Browns need? Starts. What do they need? Like what what do you think that he'd try to make a splash at? Maybe get. Um, a younger defensive tackle they've been looking at. Who knows? Um, you know. Okay. Okay. Uh, they're pretty much set at a lot of positions. Uh, yeah. But uh, Schwartz loves to run those defensive linemen in and out. I mean, you wonder if it's gonna. It's got to be a, somebody. Okoronkwo was kind of a surprise, and uh, so was Dalvin Tomlinson. Uh, so. Zadarius Smith trade was a surprise. As Who well. would you want to get on offense? Let's think about offense for a minute because you know, offensively, we got Deshaun, you've got Nick Chubb hopefully coming back, you've got Amari Cooper. Who well, could be who could make a I don't splash? Know if we have Amari Cooper. No, no, yeah. <laughs> well, you don't think so. He's 30 and he got hurt again this year. Well, and as Elliot and I to- will tell you. Once you reach 30 and start getting hurt, you're going to get hurt every year. <laughs> Just ask Jack Conklin. <laughs> okay. No, I, okay. I, I hear you. It's attractive to consider ways to alleviate the salary cap difficulty. And Amari Cooper is one of the guys that they should consider trading, but it's not, you know, but he's so good that you should also consider keeping him. It could yeah. go either way. Yeah. I, 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 somebody yeah. wanting trade for him. I don't think that. Oh, we'll be, know. Yeah. We'll know that before the league year starts. When uh, all of a sudden it'll be announced that uh, he was either extended or restructured, and Deshaun Watson will be restructured, and 
you know, so they can get their All cap right. situation settled before the league year starts. Let me let me switch gears here now. Let's uh, talk, Sam. If you're listening here, uh, draft. Let's talk a little bit about the draft. We're still way out from the draft. We're talking like April, late April when it, that's coming around. So we still got February right now, March, and then it. But it goes fast. And been watching. Uh, had uh, they had the senior uh, bowl. I think that's that game tomorrow night. They working out some various players. I wrote a couple names down, but one of the things I did look at, they were projecting on the PFF um, in Cleveland for the second round uh, picks. They had, oh, I just lost it. Hold on. Um, yeah, they had him, had the Browns taking their first pick this year is pick 55. Speculation 54. right now, 54. Okay, yep. this is, this has a, a 55. Yeah. So Xavier, you should. Xavier Worthy, wide receiver, Texas. This is who they have the Browns taking first. Okay, I don't have him down. You don't? No. He's from Texas, man. I don't really watch After, Texas, honestly. There's, a, there's only a, like two wide receivers who are first-round worthy. One's okay, let me, give you, another, let me give you another. Let me give you another name. By the pick. They, they project in this, this round, round five – that the Browns will take a linebacker, Tommy Eckenberg. Yeah, I don't. Interesting. I have my fifth rounds are. I'm not finished with my like full projected draft yet, so everything's kind of still subject to change. But yeah, I haven't heard of him either. Yeah, I've heard of him because I Ohio live here. State. I've heard of him the because he, we live here in Columbus. Um, they have the Browns taking. Brandon Fisk out of Florida State, uh, defensive lineman. Is that right? Yeah. Bra- Braden Fisk. Yeah. That, any name you've heard that name? Okay, I think he's down at the Senior Bowl right now. All right, let me give you a couple. Um, this other group has the Browns taking a defensive tackle, um, Jordan Birch. Jordan Birch, defensive tackle. From Oregon, does that hmm. name ring a bell? In the Not second really. Round? No. Okay. Um, I was watching their show. They had another name pop up today on the senior when they were practicing down there. Is that game in Mobile? Yes, Alabama? Mobile, Alabama. Okay, and I think the game's tomorrow night or Saturday. Um, Saturday. Another name that I caught was uh, this kid out of Kansas. Austin Booker, linebacker, edge rusher, 240, yes. 250. Long, Very good. Um, doing a lot of good things this week uh, down there in Mobile. Yes, he is. Yeah. He'll be, in my, uh, he'll be in my Senior Bowl article tomorrow for like uh, ClevelandSportsTalk.com. Yeah, I haven't done anything Senior Bowl-wise. I probably should go check it out and see if any of the players I'm looking at are there. Yes. If I can find some info on how they do. Yes. Uh, you if, should, you wanna, I if you want to – defensive tackle that are playing right now michael hall of the ohio state is i have him yep i have him i have him as a 79.4 yeah i have him as 79.4 out of 100 okay d wayne uh carter out of duke it's a big kid okay but the uh, the the real big defensive tackle right now is tavandre uh sweat sweat out of texas So basically, Kid for me, is, he's my uh, number one pick in the second round. I have him at his eighty-seven point three and a green. 
Green is a premium prospect, should be high target. And 80, what did I say? 87, which is a yes. high value player who will probably needs, who will need some improvement, but can thrive if trained correctly. Okay. Six, four, I think he's one of the better, one of the best options for the Browns right now. Steve, repeat what you said. I, we couldn't hear you. Six, four, 360 pounds. Wow. Yeah. And kids from Texas, last name Sweat. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There's okay. another kid out of Texas. Um, Byron Murphy, the second. He's, I have him at an 86.2, a green okay. also. How do you, you rating? How are you ranking? How did you get that number, Sam? Um, it's, well, I, for, I, I rank each game the players play all, I think I review 10 of them, the, the 10 from the last game to the first game, those 10. And yeah. then I divide it. I average it out and then it falls into whatever my number ranking list is. I, what do you average out? Okay. The grade each game. So if I have 10 games and it comes out to an 88 on all of them, right. Yeah. It would be an eight, 880 divided by 10 is 88. And so that's my ranking. Interesting. Cool. Very. Yeah. So that's... I grade each individual grade, each individual, individual, each I wish I was 16 thing. again and, and I was homeschooled and I could do that stuff. That I know. Was... I got so much extra time. I got to fill it with something. But the thing is, go. Sam, you're learning math. You're doing math. You're doing science. You're doing. That's great. I love it. I had Michael Hall, by the way, as a 79.4. So a solid player who probably will not make much of a difference in year one, but can become a solid starter later down the road. Cool. He's a little undersized, but he's fast as hell and he uses his hands extremely well extremely well so yeah well all right um before i want to finish up with this last topic the title that you see below you taylor swift you swifties i actually really um, care much about her the world is swirling and we love taylor 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 swifty swifty swifties i'm in love with taylor swift as all of you are uh Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift are sweeping the world right now. And it's yes, magical should. and we can't get enough and we got to talk about it because that's what we do on podcasts. And look, I, it's funny to hear all, I mean, the back and forth and people that are talking about fans who don't like the whole thing. And then fans who love Taylor and, it's like I heard numbers like that they saw Taylor for 18 seconds or something. Yeah, it was like very, she very averages low. 25 seconds of screen time. Yes. Every time they show her 25 <laughs> seconds out of a three, three and a half hour game. Well, that's you know, 25 and, seconds. Know, I'll never get back in my life. And the weird thing about it, all these people are sitting there saying, I want to see football. <laughs> The average time in a three, three and a half hour game where they're yes. actually showing football being yes. played 18 yes. to 20 minutes. Right. Out of a three I've, hour, three I and a half that. hour game. Yeah. Ooh, 25 seconds out of yeah, 18. Yeah. We watched the, we watched the cheerleaders. We watched the commentators. They we watch show the, the players. Games. They show the coaches. Yeah. You know, yes. I want to grab a doll and hold it up and say, you know, hey, show me where the evil Taylor Swift hurt you. I mean, come on, give me a break. I mean, also the Grammys are on Sunday night on CBS. Yes. Duh. Of well, course there's no football show players Taylor on the Swift. Grammys, so why is there Taylor Swift on the NFL? 
cross promotion by CBS. I mean, come on. So, you know, give me a break. Calm well, down. Certainly... I mean, I guess I, I guess the re- what it really comes down to is I live in Nashville, Tennessee. She was big here before she was a pop star. She was a country star. And before she was a country star, she was a high schooler who would go on local shows and sing. And everybody here in Nashville knew about Taylor Swift before she was a world phenomenon. Sure. So it doesn't bother me whatsoever. Yeah. The girl is smart. She is, sure. uh, Beautiful. She's powerful. Get over it. (laughs) (laughs) Boom. Well, it's been fun. And um, I'm having fun with it just trying to get uh, people wound up. Uh, that's what I like to do. Um, and it's, you know, going I think they this... should show her the, for five minutes, but you know, stop. but literally it is so funny. Like, like for me at least, and maybe not you, but I, as watching this from this perspective, like when Kelsey scored the touchdown, I mean, I'm, ready for them to show Taylor like immediately. I mean, that's, that's the draw. And that's the NFL knows that. And uh, wow. So we've got another whole, here's, you know, week, here's, week and here's a half what, leading up to this. I saw a video of uh, a father and like uh, a little girl must've been eight or nine years old watching the Kansas city uh, Baltimore game. And she goes, all of a sudden they showed Taylor Swift and she goes, there she is. There she is. I saw her. So, you know, you're going to you're going to complain about a father and a daughter watching football together. I mean, come on. <laughs> I think it well, it's this whole manly thing in football and they're not men. And, There's no, no well, right. And no I know way. Colin Kaepernick or Colin. Uh, what's the did the, his whole spiel Colin about Coward. that? Coward did her his whole spiel about that, too. Steve, you probably heard that that whole 10 minutes. And he was right. And I'm yeah. not saying he's not right. It is it, it just it's um it's not funny, it's just how it's kind of come to be. And to hear stories also about like Andy Reid talking the coach of the Kansas City Chiefs, how he knew the Swift and Taylor Swift's dad long before uh Taylor, I mean knew Taylor because dad was a, what a football player or something. He's done some things in his past that um, Andy Reid knew of him or knew, knew him personally. Um, oh, I know it was the Philadelphia thing that he, there was a connection there that when he was coaching Philadelphia, that um, Swift was the dad was involved in something. So um, yeah, I mean, I'm, we should all be happy. It's just funny because, you know, these are high profile players now and Travis Kelsey, who, you know, he's very popular because the chiefs have been now to six straight AFC championship games. He's just become super popular now. And uh, God, I hope nothing goes wrong in their relationship because you know, the world is going to call is going to fall there. It's the world is going to come unglued. If this, this match made in heaven does not work out. I mean, think about it. We had, think about other past Jennifer Lopez. (laughs) And Jennifer Lopez and Brad Pitt, wasn't that one at one point or? Um, Wrong. No, Jennifer Wrong. Lopez and who? Everybody else except Brad. Ben Affleck. Uh, ben Affleck, Jennifer Lopez. And, and then also it was Brad Jennifer Pitt Lopez and then it was Jennifer and, uh, Aniston. Yeah, there was. Rod. 
A Rod. That's right. Jennifer Lopez is God. A Rod. Yeah, that was dysfunctional. Who, who, who hasn't a, a, uh, Jennifer Lopez dated or been married yeah, to? Everybody except for Brad Pitt. Yeah. Us, I guess, right? No. <laughs> yeah, Brad Pitt had Angelina Jolie and uh, Jennifer. That's Hans. true. Yeah. Well, you know, we got a whole week, week and a half more to, to soak it all in. Um, now, let me ask you this final take and just we'll finish with this. I saw the uh, Super Bowl, or I don't know if it's true or people are just throwing this out there as a joke, but they have the um, graphic, the the logo of this next year's Super Bowl, and supposedly the colors are blue and orange, and this whole conspiracy about how the, the colors are related to the teams, they already have, you know, because it's already set, the NFL – has set these teams in, in motion, you know, a year ahead of time. So we, we should have known that San Francisco was going to play the chiefs or something. Well, we thought it would be the Ravens because of the color. So do you think there's, do we buy into any of this? And is it true? This Super Bowl logo that's out there that's been roaming the uh, social media land. No, 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 no. Is it true? It. Yeah. It'll end up being if it's I've seen I'm seeing multiple different reports, not reports, but like people just talking about it. People have it as that is yeah. like a light blue is like the dolphins colors and then an orange. But then there's other people who are like, yeah, it's going to be purple and green. And so I don't know if that's the official thing. So that's probably just been thrown out there. I think I don't think it's real, right? No, it or doesn't it look real? good no, either. It's, not real. it's fake. Boy, okay. I, I, I'm sure I'm sure Raider fans are just loving having their uh, base, uh, Bay Area rival and their division rival playing at their stadium. That's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. Steve, yeah, I didn't even think about it along those lines, but you're yeah. right. Ra- Raiders and the Chiefs, oh, my God, they loathe each other. Loathe each and, other. And uh, the Raiders and the 49ers don't get along either. So It's going to be Lions-Browns if it's light blue and orange. Yep. Well, that's Confirmed. what we're – Lions Either way, <laughs> just wanted your take. Let's just talk before I give you final takes or uh, as part of your final takes, the whole Lions, um, they just choked it, uh, that game away in the second half. Um, and Dan Campbell passing up on the uh, field goal late. His aggressiveness uh, is what got them to that game. That's it. Mm-hmm. I don't they blame him at all. Any, they didn't have any defense. Just look at their record. They they had great offense, bad defense. Mm-hmm. To trust the game to the defense would be just stupid. Sure, and he's not a stupid man. So that the fact that like fans it. wanted him to do stupid things because it obeyed <laughs> the fans' rule is yeah. stupid squared. Final take: mathematical formula. Elliot, fi- anything? Final words. I like uh, Dan Campbell. I like Taylor Swift. There you go. There you have it. That's good. Steve, any final words before we leave? Um, Super Bowl, looking forward to it. I, I yes. picked those two teams. So uh, I, I think uh, right Way now. Way to go, Steve. Towards, right now I'm going to lean towards Kansas City. Uh, yep. They're the hot team. Uh, Patrick Mahomes finally played a playoff game on the road back-to-back, yes. and uh, he, he showed he's a real MVP. Lamar Jackson, 
uh, he fell apart. When things get tough, Lamar Jackson falls apart. See, and this that's is why a guarantee in life. And that's the something that gives you all of us here, like for me, I'm never scared of Baltimore. I'm not. I'm not scared no, of Ratbirds. I'm and, not. And we're probably the only. We saw it. Group. We saw yeah. it week five. They yes. put a ton of pressure on him in the second half, and he only yeah. completed yeah. one pass. So, yeah. you know, yeah. there's Lamar Jackson. Well, You're the Browns schedule, we'll talk about the schedule coming up in a few months or a few weeks. Also, it's tough, and we can start talking about that as we get into this offseason. But a lot to talk about, free agency, the draft. Sam, what are final thoughts? I know you're working a lot on that draft. Yeah, I don't actually have much. Um, go Browns, but, yeah, I'm going to have a lot of a lot of free agency stuff coming up, too, like, thinking of free agency stuff. Excellent. I like the regular season a lot, but I off season is just fun. It's different. You know, it's got a lot yeah. going for it, but yeah. I'm, I'm excited. I'm ready. Uh, hopefully the Browns, the Browns will probably restructure uh, Watson. I feel like that's a given or at least restructure someone because we are, because we can, you know, we can restructure like what 40 or 50 million total dollars. Or somewhere around there, I think okay. they'll definitely 30, restructure. around thirty-three. They'll restructure. Okay, uh, that was a little more. Than they'll that, give but... them thirty-three million in cap space if they do another restructure. All right. Yeah, I think they'll definitely. Um, even if it's just to re-sign some people, I think they'll restructure. But draft, I just am excited for everything, you know, because yeah. everything's looking up. Always is. Hey, and the sun came out here in Ohio. We love the sun. We love you, sun. Come back tomorrow. <laughs> what? Thanks. All right, folks. Yes, and, Steve. Andrew, Andrew Barry and Glenn Cook, of course, are in Mobile, Alabama. Tuesday, yes. they were paying a lot of attention to the wide receivers. Yes. Uh, yeah. Kelly Bronson is a wide receiver coach uh, for one of the staffs. And uh, Efron uh, Branda, our DB coach, is uh, a coach on one of the staffs. So nice. they're getting a eyeful and um, getting to know the talent. Let's just yeah. put it that yeah. way. Well, a lot more to talk about. We'll be back next Thursday on another Fanatical Elves show. St- tune in to the uh, the Dog Pound South. Elliot's the Oracle Speaks. So he had one come out today. He'll have another one coming out first thing tomorrow. Uh, we got Sam with his Browns breakdowns. I've got your Johnny Cleveland podcast coming up probably tomorrow, maybe Saturday. Uh, it's been a busy week, you know. So everybody take care and go Browns. We'll talk to you next time. See ya. Go Browns.